Welcome to the Anatomy of an Ad podcast. I'm Amy Houston, Senior Reporter here at The Drum. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Holly Isles, who is Senior Creative at Havas London and wrote Vanish's latest ad that detailed the life of a young girl who has autism. It was the winner of the Channel 4 Diversity in Advertising Award and here Holly tells us what went into making it. So we're here to chat about the lovely Vanish ad that you guys worked on. So thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. So me, my autism and I was released in March and, you know, it took years throughout the day you know, in the life of a young girl who has autism, it's a really moving and important piece of work. And I wondered if you could maybe tell the listeners, first maybe introduce yourself, that would be great. And then just maybe talk about where this idea originated from. What was the kind of initial chats like with Vanish? Yeah, sure. So um, my name's Holly Arles and I'm a senior creative at Havas London. Um, and I was part of the team who brought uh, me, my autism and I... Uh, together. Um, and it all started really actually on an everyday product brief. I was in the room with some strats, some account guys, the whole Vanish team. And we we're going through scripts and talking about, you know, why clothes really matter to people and how can we bring that to life. And then it, we kind of stumbled on the idea of thinking about, okay, clothes matter to everyone. People have favorite dresses, lucky pants, you know, you've all got those yeah. clothes you really want to keep the same. But for some people, clothes can take on a whole new meaning, like they can become a way to regulate your senses and help you kind of navigate the world um, for, for many kind of autistic people. Um, and then that kind of really led us on to go down that route of, okay, wow, this can have a whole whole bigger meaning for people. And actually, the Channel 4 brief um, is something that the, the client had sent to the team. Um, and luckily, our idea and us going down this route of autism kind of aligned with that. Uh, which was really kind of one of the serendipitous moments on this uh, on this whole project um, and kind of further gave us the idea to, to go down the, the Channel 4 route as well, as well with it. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, um, for anyone that doesn't know what we're speaking about, it's the Channel 4 Diversity Awards, which gets um, £1 million for advertising. So it's a really prestigious award. So it was absolutely fantastic that you guys got it. Um, so from what you're kind of saying, it sounds like it was quite a collaborative process with Vanish then from the beginning. Is that right? Yeah, totally. I mean, we had this first idea of kind of an internal group and I couldn't help myself going off and just researching, researching with a lot of the team and, and starting to put a piece of script together. Um, and then we got uh, the script to a place we were really happy with and then we took it to the client um, and they were instantly on board. They just... I mean, the whole project, as soon as we took it to different groups at every stage, everyone just got it and felt it immediately. And I think that's how you can kind of get the really power of an idea when that snowball effect just just grows and grows. Um, But they were totally on board and just really kind of wanted to make it as big, um, as powerful as possible. And and to really do it right as well, they kept us really honest with that Um, from kind of our our partnership with Ambition About Autism, which we... Uh, kind of got really early on to make sure that we were being kind of had that rigor to the whole process. Um, and we worked with other bodies as well throughout the production. Um, but ambitious were right by our side throughout all of it, which was really supportive. Yeah, because, you know, it is such a sensitive topic. And like you said, you want to get it right. Um, because I feel like, you know, there is such a misconception that autism affects more boys than it does girls. So was this... Obviously, the, the the main character in this film is a girl. 
Um, was there something that you guys wanted to address with this ad? Yeah, definitely. In that kind of initial research process, um, my first ever script that I wrote this project was a little boy, a little yeah. autistic boy uh, who was a bit younger. And the and the script kind of ended up being more speaking to their parents um, and kind of falling into probably some of the tropes that we're, that we're used to them. Um, and then through the research, we found that that stat that some girls are three times less likely to receive a diagnosis. And as soon as we saw that, it just kind of stayed with me in my head for every step of this. But the whole team just knew what we had to do. It was like, okay, this has to be about a girl. This has to potentially be an older character. So they were kind of speaking to girls themselves and teenagers around that age of kind of um, like key diagnosis. Uh, that kind of big move for young women from kind of primary to secondary school, huge changes both internally, hormonally, but also in terms of kind of your social groups and people around you. That's often the time when real challenges can come and when some of the kind of masking that girls are doing, hiding their symptoms, sometimes that mask can start to slip uh, in those times. And I think that's such a key pivotal kind of moment in girls' lives generally, but especially for autistic uh, women, it was something we really wanted to hone in on. Yeah, definitely. And I think what you're saying about the kind of stereotypes and obviously girls and women being so overlooked, it's such a running theme throughout just healthcare and mental health in general. I was speaking to someone on a podcast episode a few weeks ago and they, it was a neurotain act and they had coined yeah. the term um, gender pain gap. And I was like, that is so true because even like pain medication is hard. Like something that surprised me was it's not even like tested on girls and women half the time. It's just, it does feel like girls are somewhat overlooked in this section. And so that's why I, think, I thought it was so good that you guys sort of had a, a lead girl character for this to kind of dispel those myths that, that girls don't really have autism or because it's not true. Um, I wondered as well, like with a project like this, how long are you guys working on it from start to finish? So it's actually around nine months from kind of the first meeting, those first scripts all the way through to kind of um, releasing that that film. Yeah, so it's, it was a lot, probably longer than, than usual projects. And once we had the Channel 4 pitch process in the middle, it was quite an unusual way to go about it. It was kind of, we had the big run up to that pitch and we won that and then all the pressure from winning, go and produce and create this thing. Yeah, so obviously speaking of the Diversity in Advertising Award, you know, what does something like that mean for a project like this? Well, I think, to be honest, the the client was so, kind of had so much heart for the project from the beginning. We knew we were making this. Like yeah. that was ever a question after the first few amazing meetings we had with them and with our charity partner who we brought on board um, ambitious about autism we were like this is this has to be made there was just so much feel for it from every side and particularly from Havas London as well you know a huge as a kind of a B Corp agency huge in the the DNI space and really pushing projects like that I had the full backing from the get-go um, but to then uh, come to the Channel 4 piece and kind of have that approval almost of the idea from like a wider group and have that belief and obviously the kind of financial input but also everyone kind of wanting to make this as big as possible and it came with not only the million pound airtime prize but also a hundred thousand pound bespoke social media prize so with um for studio we then created a lovely kind of uh youtube film as well where we're platforming even more voices 
uh, outside of our main film. Um, so it just made the project, I think, bigger and better. Yeah. Than it would have been without. Yeah, it's such a fantastic initiative. Like, and the, the work that comes out of it is always so brilliant and important. Um, I wondered as well, it's not to, to someone watching this, it's not immediately obvious that it is a vanish ad until right to the end, which I think is brilliant. But then when you kind of go back, you obviously with the clothes and things like that, you, you see it. Was that important to you guys so that it wasn't so like brand heavy, I guess? Absolutely. I think for us, we're always assured and the role of the brand is like the enabler of this conversation, the supporter and the platformer for these stories. And I think that was really important to keep in mind throughout. Um, we wanted it to be really authentic. So when it came to the casting, we kind of wanted to ensure that our cast did have that relationship with clothes. Yeah. Um, and Ash, the lead, you could see in her first take, she was actually stimming just with the school jumper she was wearing. Um, and the way she talked about clothes and how important they were for her uh, was was kind of really important. I think that that thread kind of weaved itself throughout the whole no. the whole film really beautifully. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, speaking of Ash, who is the main character, um, I read that she didn't have any acting experience at all, which is so surprising. She seems like such a natural. Um, what was it like working with her? Absolutely incredible. I think. Yeah. From the first kind of tapes that we we saw of Ash, we all just got goosebumps and we were like, this this is this is it, this is our lead. And like you said, we just couldn't, completely couldn't believe that she'd not been behind a camera before because um, she just held the camera so well and she just captivated in every frame and you just couldn't stop watching her, basically. So not only was she kind of an absolute gift to us and it felt so right for what we wanted to do, then when we met her family and we cast her, mum, her dad, and her sister alongside her, it just took the film to a whole new level. It just allowed us to be so much more authentic and honest and kind of shine a light on not only Ash, but all of those around her. I think made the film really relatable for so many different people who could relate in so many different ways. Um, so it was, a. I mean, we were just beyond lucky. We knew that the film would rest on casting and then it was just an absolute gift to have Ash and her family. Yeah, definitely. I think as a viewer, seeing the different dynamics and how they sort of go about their day-to-day life was so interesting, obviously, as scripted. But, you know, I, I think, I mean, that must have been why it was important for her to kind of tell her own story in a way, I guess, so that it was natural, that'd be right. Yeah, completely. So the the initial scripts that, that I put together um, for both the Channel 4 and even after that were only ever kind of an example. It was like, yeah. this fits to be something like this depending on who we cast. We always knew we wanted to really base it around um, our lead. And so once we had Ash on board and her family, uh, we worked really closely with director Tom Hooper from Smuggler to kind of write a whole new script, basically. And, and it's all filled with their lived experience. Uh, like every single thing we, although it was kind of pieced together to form a narrative, it was all based on what the family had kind of been through before. Um, and every single stage when we were filming from, from the script through to, through to the screen, Tom would ask the family and, and Ash herself, is this true? Is this real? Is this how, how, you know, you'd live your life? Um, to keep the film really kind of honest. Yeah, definitely. And obviously Tom Hooper is such a well-known director. I think he did the King's Speech amongst loads of other films. You know, for you, what was it like working with him on this project? I mean, an absolute honour. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I did pinch myself a few times. 
Um, but even from the first kind of conversations we had with Tom, like his passion and his enthusiasm for the project met ours. And we always knew that was going to be important. We, we couldn't just have like a good director or someone who's going to do a good job. This person has to feel it. And it's, it's, we were, we're telling him about the stat. Uh, with girls being three times as likely to be diagnosed, that hit him, and you could tell it got under his skin straight away. Um, and he has a kind of personal attachment to autism personally yeah. as well. <laughs> so, it's, uh, you know, a, a subject that's kind of always interested him, and it allowed him to kind of take the themes of acceptance, which he's always explored, uh, kind of in his other works, to kind of a new community. Um, and his relationship that he built with the with the family and the cast as well was amazing. Um, to really kind of Honestly, take the film bigger and better than we ever thought it could be, to be quite honest with you. Yeah, definitely. And I think it does. It obviously comes through on screen. Um, I wonder as well, when you're writing a project like this, working on it, what what do you hope that viewers take away from it? What's your hopes for that? For me, I keep harping on about it, but the as soon as I read the stat around the gender gap, I, I was just kind of obsessed. So... I think I want people to kind of watch it, to, to see that at the end and after having so much emotion and connection with both Asha and her family on whatever level that might be, from parents, from teachers in school to autistic girls themselves who, who felt so seen and, and heard by the piece, to just kind of recognise and, and get awareness of that. And the ultimate aim is to, to reduce that stat, right? That would be amazing if that gender gap disappeared and or it would take time and it would take a lot of work from a lot of different places. Um, but that's the the ultimate aim. And, and so I think if people can re- remember that stat and just be a bit more aware, then that would be the best thing for me. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's so shocking. And I feel like more and more you hear about like friends or family that are getting um, that diagnosis so much later in life than, you know, they say... I wish I'd had that before. It would have made such a huge difference to my life. So it's obviously an extremely important thing that we should all be speaking about. Um, and I wonder as well, what has the reaction or the reception to this film been like? Honestly, it's been absolutely overwhelming. Like, yeah. incredible. From the launch weekend, I think, you know, the night before something goes live, I don't, you don't sleep when it's prepared <laughs> this much. I don't think anyone on the team sleep bust them um and you think and you hope and you go well and you have so much faith and belief in it but you can never guess you never know and the fact that it just kind of took off and the the really powerful and emotional outpourings we had from people who'd seen it and like I mentioned it was on kind of every single level so you had like autistic women and girls themselves who just felt so seen and heard in a way they hadn't before which was some of the most powerful and kind of emotional messages for me to read all the way to kind of teachers who are looking at kind of changing policy within their schools and looking at their own uniformity, to medical professionals who looked at more clued up on how symptoms can um, come about in girls, autistic symptoms, and looking at those kind of differences, to parents as well, feeling like, oh my gosh, that struggle is so relatable. So I think that the reception from everyone was just huge. And it kind of, it went viral on TikTok as well. Um, oh, wow, that's really bad. And that was really led by kind of young women in the community themselves who were sharing it and then having really in-depth discussions in the comments about their own symptoms, their own triggers. Um, and I think kind of with any piece of content from a brand that is trying to do something meaningful uh, and with purpose, 
you always get a small percentage of people who kind of say, should this come from Vanish and have a few more of a negative outlook on it. But a lot of those kind of comments that we got were actually being fought against by autistic people and people within the community. And I think to, ha- to have the community defend that piece of work, so that we, we did it right and we got it, you know, we got it really authentic and really honest. Yeah, well, I think that's the thing. Like, obviously, it's coming from a brand, it is an ad. But if it's going to be a conversation starter, that is going to educate people on the stats, you know, I don't really see that as, that can never really be a bad thing in my books. And it's great to hear that people were sort of sharing their stories on TikTok, especially young young people. I think that's a really good thing. Um, I wonder as well, just maybe to end on, you know, how would you hope that, that Vanish are going to maybe continue this conversation or, you know, what's the plans for the next few months of, of rolling it out? Yeah, so we um, are in talks about kind of what the next step are. Vanish made like a three-year commitment um, to, to pledge kind of support uh, towards uh, towards autism in general and, the, and this cause. So we're, we're currently in planning of, of stage two. I can't let any secrets out the bag yet. That's stay tuned. Um, but it's something that we're continuing to work on and not only kind of outwardly in the comms we're going to produce it and the next projects we're looking to make, but also internally at wreck it as well. They've been massively improving um, kind of the D&I internal structures there. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. It was honestly so nice to hear about it. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to to have a chat to you about it and revisit it all in my head. It's, it's a really special project to me, so... Thank you so much. Amazing. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Anatomy of an Ad podcast. This episode is the final of season two and we'll be back soon for season three.